0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello, 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 blessings, God's favor, grace, mercy be upon you, all the wonderful benefits that he has bestowed upon you for this day. I pray that you are walking in the fullness thereof. Hi, my name is Elder Coilette James. Welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show, and I am just so excited to be able to to join you in the airwaves today. God is such an incredible God, and I'm excited about our topic today. I'm excited about what God is going to do on your behalf to help you overcome some of the pitfalls and holdups and disappointments and different things that you may be encountering or have encountered on the way to your promised land, to that place of blessing, to that place of manifestation of the things that you are believing God for. God is a great, great God. (laughs) I'm so serious. I mean, he is just incredible with his love for us. He is incredible with how he cares for us, covers us, and how he is ever faithful to us. And I think there are many, many times in our life because of disappointment and different things that we have suffered at the hand of man, we tend to start to doubt God and his love for us and what he has in store for us. So today, that's kind of what we want to talk about. My topic today is overcoming disappointment in route to your blessings. Overcoming disappointment in route to your blessings. I have um, I shared this before on the air, and um, and we've talked about faith many times. Um, it's kind of one of those topics that we can't get away from because we walk by faith and not by sight. We live our life in God. In faith, even last week, our topic dealt with faith. Um, but you know what? I have to be really, really honest. And I may have shared this a um, couple of times on the broadcast. I'm not sure because we've been doing this for a very, very long time. But anyway, um, to be really, really honest with you, me as Quailette, as just the person that I am, I am not a very trusting person. Um, I have been hurt, I have been disappointed. I have been lied to, lied about, you know, just and and betrayed and walked in so many different moments of disappointment that it actually, prior to me giving my life to the Lord, it actually led me to a very dark place, and that was a place of embitterment. Um, I was a very, very bitter individual, really did not trust anything or anyone, Um did not have compassion. My bowels of compassion had been closed off because of different things and and situations that I had encountered. And it it was a very, very dark place. Well, I I thank God that I gave my life to him. He brought me out of that bitter, bitter place, that dark place. He gave me a loving heart. He switched and turned my life around. He did miraculous and wonderful things for me, in me, and through me. However, here we are, fast forward almost 30 years later from me giving my life to the Lord, and if I am to be totally honest with you, I am still not a trusting person. I can love you. I have compassion for you. I will give you my last. I will do many things um, on your behalf, Um, and, and I am relatively obedient to the move of God when he tells me to do, I do. You know, I, I'm a. be honest with you, I'm still yet human, and, and sometimes there is a reservation, but I, I think I've grown to a place in the Lord where I've come into a knowledge of obedience being better than sacrifice, knowing that, you know, it is much, much better for me to be obedient to the voice of God than not to. All that being said, I am all honesty am still not a trusting person you have to literally earn my trust i I'm just being honest okay um i don't I don't open up my heart to let people into my heart very easily. I can love you without opening myself up to you if that makes sense um I can care about you, I can empathize with you, I can sympathize with you. I can have wonderful conversations with you. Um, I can share life stories with you. But to actually allow you into that trusting place in my heart, that's a difficult thing for me. I'm just being very, very honest. Because I've done it and, and it has not worked out well in the past, there are a handful of people, literally, that I can count using one hand and not using all of my fingers that I can honestly say I trust, that I trust. But where my trust does lie, my trust lies in God. And I believe that because God has never betrayed me, I have felt disappointment because I there were things that I prayed for that did not manifest in the way in which I thought that they should. And this was early on in my journey with the Lord. I was disappointed because things didn't work out the way I thought they would. But nevertheless, I knew that God's ways were higher than my ways. His thoughts were higher than my thoughts. His desires for my life were much greater than my desires for my own life. So I never felt distrust of God. I never got into that place where, uh, you know, well, it doesn't do me any good to pray because he doesn't hear me anyway. Because I do know, and I'm speaking to someone right now, that some of you may be there right now where, you know, you're at that place of, I prayed, he didn't answer it, he's just like everybody else, and so I can't trust him, which couldn't be farther from the truth, which could not be farther from the truth. Where we make our mistakes is when we begin to see God through the eyes of man. When we begin to see God through the eyes of man, that is where we make our greatest mistake. See, because when you start to put God in the same category of man, mankind, those ones that have hurt you, those ones that have betrayed you, Then you have taken God out of his deity, you have taken him out of his place of rulership, you have taken him out of his place of sovereignty and reduced him to an earthly entity, which he is so much farther than, so much greater than. Okay? So I'm hoping that by the end of the show today that we will have come to a place of understanding that you cannot judge God by how you judge man, and by you doing that, by you buying into the lives of sinful man and not depending on God for your all in all and to be everything you need and require in this world, then that is when we forfeit the blessing. because at that point, we get to a place where we feel like we know everything, we got it, we can deal with um all that we're going through on our own, we don't need God because God is not there for us anyway, and we forfeit our blessings because we take things back into our own hands, feeling like we can handle it on our own, do it ourselves without God. And that's where we mess up. We will mess up every single time. So let's let's, let's have a look at this. I have a, a scripture that I would like for you to take a look at in in talking about this. And it's Psalms 146, um, verses 3 through 5. And I'm going to read it out of the Lib- – no, I don't want it out of the Living Bible. I want it out of the Message Bible. Hold on one second. Um, my Bible changed version. Hold on.
0: Okay, this is really cool crazy
1: I'm sorry um let me look at it I pulled it up just before I got on the broadcast so that I could read it to you and um and here we go okay do don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and no real blessings, okay? That's out of the Message Bible. That is something that, you know, you should take to heart. You cannot put your trust in mere man. You cannot put your trust in princes. You cannot put your trust in money. You cannot put your trust in tangible things. Put your trust in God Almighty. It is he and he alone that will never fail you. Now, we get disappointed, again, as I said at the beginning of the show, when things don't work the way we think they should, where we miss it, and I've said this many, many, many times, we miss it when we don't go to God and ask his counsel on a situation. Instead, we go to God and give him our laundry list. We tell him what we want it to be like, what, how we want the blessing to flow, how we want what we want, and and. That because we give him the directive that he's going to do it exactly the way we ask him to do it. And that does not always work out that way. It just doesn't. You know, we serve a great and a mighty God who knows all things, believe it or not, people, (laughs) my brothers and sisters, he knows better than you know. He knows how to bless you better than you know how to be blessed, okay? but we want to tell him how to do it and exactly when to do it and um, give him all the details of doing it instead of getting his counsel on the situation and say, "Um, God, how do you want me to proceed in this? How do you want me to handle what's going on in my life? How do you want me to be a blessing in the midst of what I'm going through? That's a new one for you, right? How do you want me to be a blessing in the midst of what I am going through? That's a great, great question to God, okay? Because whatever it is that you're going through, it is there to process you and to propel you into the things that God has for you, okay? And we miss that. We miss that so often in our walk with him and in our processing things. People, I I can't stress this enough. All that we go through is not to hurt us. What we go through is a process. Even when mere man has come and disappointed you, it is not for your demise. And and we get so caught up in the disappointment that we miss what God is trying to teach us and show us and get us to get out of the situations we go through. I'm serious. It is just, it's amazing to me how we miss so much because we're so focused on the bad instead of focusing on the good, focusing on what God is doing, seriously. We've got to get to that place in the Lord where instead of being swayed by everything that we encounter in life, we begin to look at where are you in the midst of this, God? Not in a anger, where were you, but in a where are you in the midst of this? What is this a teaching moment for me? What is it that you are trying to convey to me? What is it that you want me to see in the midst of what I'm walking through? How can what I'm walking through being a, be a blessing to the next person so that I can impart into them their life how I got through what I had to go through? I'm telling you, all that we go through is a process to prepare, to prepare us and to propel us into what God has for us, seriously. I have had people that have approached me to tell me things that they endowed or endeavored to do or wanted to do to be a blessing and then never come through with the blessing. And it has happened more than once, unfortunately. And so it makes you kind of sit up and think, why did you even bother reaching out to me when I didn't ask you for this? You did this on your own, but yet still you didn't follow through. But one thing God showed me, he said, how many times have you said to somebody that you were going to do something for them? And for whatever reason, sometimes life happens, You're unable to fulfill what you said you wanted to do. Sometimes I've led you and said, no, you were talking out of your flesh when you said you were going to do that. That is not my will. Sometimes it's just beyond your control. You meant it when you said it. You meant well when you said it. It just did not happen. So why are you so angry or why are you holding it to that individual's charge? Because You don't know what happened on their end to stop them for coming through with what they said. And it's true. It's like when you stop and you turn that light on yourself and you recognize and you realize that there have been times when you wanted to do for someone or you wanted to be a blessing or you made a promise and you didn't keep that promise. And sometimes it's just a mere fact of you just didn't keep the promise. You just didn't do what you said you were going to do. You weren't integral when you said it. We got to be honest in this thing. There are times when we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and recognize that you just weren't being honest when you said it, you know? And, and when we stop and we go back over our lives, see, I, I got a few years that I can <laughs> go back over and look at. I'm not new to life. I've got 61 years' worth of life. So in my looking back over my years, I can pinpoint specific points and times in life where, you know, yes, it was beyond my control. Yes, I meant it when I said it. Yes, 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 yes. But then there are those points in there where I have to be honest with myself and say, you know what, you knew when you said it, you weren't going to do it. Why did you even say it? Come on now, let's get real. We have to get to that place in life where we can be real because that's the only way that we can get beyond it. If we lie to ourselves, you know, we can't get beyond and be a blessing because we're stuck in that lie. So we have to get to that place where we do not lie to ourselves and we do not lie to those that are around us. And, and you know, I, I have changed my, my dissertation when I'm talking to people, you know, let me see what I can do. I, I'm not going to make a promise if it's a promise that I don't know I can keep. I have progressed to that place. Okay, but, you know, it's been a journey to get to that place. So I'm saying all of this to say don't stop holding on to your disappointments in life and judging others, and you have a, an art in your heart toward others. You have a grievance toward others, and that grievance and that place of unforgiveness in your heart is halting you. It's stopping you from getting to that place of blessing. We have got to walk through this thing to where we get to a place where we overcome the disappointment of life. We overcome the pain and the hurt of, of, the, of the missed um, promises being fulfilled and get to that place of, you know what, Lord, no matter what they said, I believe you. See, this is the place in life where you, where you want to press into. It is that place of belief in God, not in man but belief in God. Remember what we just read. Don't put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and no real blessing. Put your hope in God and no real blessing. So I have come to a place in life Well, when somebody promises me something, I'm like, okay, that's great. Lord, I thank you, you know, for their desire and for their heart to want to be a blessing. But my hope, my faith, my trust still lies in you. See, because you have to get to that place where you know if it does not come from the person that promised it, that does not mean God cannot get it to him or get it to you, okay? That's where we miss it. We are so caught up. And so focus on this one entity, this one place of blessing, this one way that it can be done, that we forget that we serve the almighty, all-powerful God who can manifest the blessing any way he sees fit. Any way he wants to do it, he can do it. I promise you. And we we walk, when we get into that place of surrender and give unto him what he asks us for, that opens up the windows of heaven for that blessing, telling you what I know. I experienced it this very day. God had given me uh, a number to to sow in, in service this morning. And he knew when he gave me that number, it was like half of what I had, and I had it that I was holding on to it because I have to make a trip tomorrow, and it was like, okay, I need this for the trip. And when he spoke it to me on my way to the house of God this morning, I was like, "Oh, do know about that one. And I'm serious. I'm just, listen, transparency is good for the soul. It really, really is. Because when you, when I feel, if I can be transparent to you and you can recognize that you're not the only one that has moments, you know, then you understand that the blessing of God is still available to you, Okay. So I had that moment on the way, and this was strictly in my head, just me and God having this conversation. So I get to church, and as the service prog- progresses, we are we are believing God for, a, um, for him. We are believing for him to show up in the midst of a project that we're working on as we move to another location and what have you, and we know that it's done. It is just no doubt in our mind. It is done. It is done. God has spoken. It. it is done. But nevertheless, we're walking out in faith on our way to getting there, okay? And there was a call this morning for a seed of harvest, a harvest seed, okay? We've been sowing seed, but this was specific where we call forth the harvest from the seeds we have been sowing, and there was a special seed being sown. So when we got to that place in service, I heard God all over again from what He said to me on the way to the church. And in this, I promise you, in that setting, in the power of God, there was no argument, there was no hesitation. I heard Him clearly. I said, That was what you were speaking to me this morning. No problem, Lord. It's yours. Okay? Because you know what? I've got to trust you for everything anyway. If I had no money in my pocket to take this trip, I would still have to trust you. So I, I'm, I've i come to that conclusion, and I recognize the hand of God to that point. Did not stop me from having that wavering thought this morning on the way to church, but when it came down to that moment to sow that seed, there was no hesitation, no issue. Let me tell you, if I <laughs> if I tell you God returned unto me a hundredfold return, okay? I was blown away. I was blown away. Right in the service. Right in the service. Right in the service. God is that kind of a God. I sold it and the return came right back. Really was not expecting that. Sold a harvest seed, wrote on my envelope offering, harvest seed, sowed the seed, and before service was over with, I had a hundredfold return on that seed. Now, that's God. I'm sorry. That's God. Okay? So I'm saying this to say, even if you don't trust man, which I've already shared to you, I'm not real trusting in man, we have to get to the place of trusting God. Do not judge God by man's standards all right? I can put all of my hope, my faith, my trust in God. I can be completely transparent before God. I have such a deep love and affection for God that it transcends any doubts or worries that I have. Now, does that mean that doubt and worry does not creep up from time to time? No, it happens. It creeps up. But as quickly as it appears on the horizon in my mind, it never gets to my heart. It only appears in that battlefield of my mind because once my mind starts to crank on it, my spirit will rise up and bear witness to the faithfulness of God in every step that he has carried me through thus far to get to where I am today. That's where I want you to start to look. Look at the spirit of God that, looks with, that lives within you. Don't doubt him. Do not doubt him. Okay. Do not judge him. Stop. And oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And stop putting your mouth on people because they have disappointed you. You know what I've learned to do? I've learned to pray for them. I've learned that. Okay. First and foremost, I don't know what may have transpired that they that kept them from coming through and doing what they needed to do or what they said they were going to do, so I'm not going to hold it to their charge. That's first. That is the first place of overcoming disappointment. Don't hold it to their charge. Do not allow it to fester within you. Do not allow it to set up unforgiveness in your heart because, as you know, if you do, that unforgiveness will halt your blessing. It ain't going to do nothing for them. You're walking around in an unforgiving state of mind being in bondage to that unforgiveness, and they've gone on with life. So you have to get to the place of release, release. Don't hold it to their charge. Choose not to hold it to their charge. Father, I don't know what happened, I, I, you know, I, and I'm not going to hold it to their charge. Whatever transpired, if it was a lie to begin with, then they're responsible for the lie. If something happened to them, then I want to lift them up in prayer. So what it does to me, because here's, here's something else to, to look at, I know that the enemy will try. He may not have been in the mix when the promise was made or or when the vow was vowed. He may not have been in that, but he will try to use that. The enemy will try to use that to take your focus off of the blessings and the benefits that are yours in God by focusing on what happened with that situation. So you don't want to allow that to happen. So that will cause you to say, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, see, I knew it wasn't real. I knew this, this was supposed to be. Somebody that was a Christian. This was supposed to be somebody that was walking in God. This was supposed to be someone that was in leadership. This was supposed to be this was supposed to be you'll hear yourself over and over and over again. And then you'll hear yourself saying so this is not even real. This is not even real. That's how people wind up with church hurt. And they turn and they walk away from God because whatever the situation was that happened. Even if the enemy was not in the situation to begin with, you will allow the enemy to get into the situation and plague your mind with doubt, distrust, anger, bitterness, pain, and hurt and unforgiveness. He wasn't there to begin with. And sometimes he is in the mix. You know what I'm saying? But we don't focus on him. So when you take him out of the equation and the only focus you have is God, In the midst of it, then you get to that place of saying, you know what, Father, I lift that person up. I don't know what has happened, but bless them. Bless them. Manifest yourself in their life. If they're having a hard time right now, Lord, I pray that you would meet them at that place. Lord, if they're walking through pain and hurt right now, I pray that you would meet them at that place. Deliver them from whatever bondage they may be in, whatever situation they may have encountered whatever has caused them to not be um, integral in what they said they would do. Whatever it is, Lord, I lift it up to you, and I pray your blessings upon them. I pray you would manifest yourself in their lives in such a real, real way that they would never doubt you. See, because you know what? Me and my flesh, I'm inconsequential. But God, God is that focal point, and that's what you want to pray, that that individual will meet God, will see God, will have an encounter with God, will allow God to build them up, will allow God to meet them at their place of need. And so you begin to intercede from them, even the harder, even the more. And they may not ever even know that you were praying for them. And that's okay. Because you're not doing it for show. You're not doing it for kudos. You're not doing it for brownie points with God. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. You're doing it because there's a mandate on your life to be a blessing in the midst of, to be a blessing. Lord, how can I bless this individual even in the midst of my disappointment at their hand? What is it that I can do? When you <laughs> ah bless you lord bless you lord when you start living out and walking out the beatitude when you learn how to bless your enemy to to bless those that would despitefully use you to bless those that would try and curse you when you learn to be a blessing in the midst of that then honey let me tell you nothing and no one can ever stop your blessing from flowing i'm telling you what I've walked through, what I've set it up and have you bless that very one that you feel has hurt you, has disappointed you, has betrayed you. And it's all in route to your blessings because when you open, up, and you allow God to work in you and through you, even in that person, that individual's life, then you have opened up the floodgates of heaven for God to work on your behalf. It's all about being yielded wholeheartedly to the hand of God. Surrendering all to him. Somebody talked to me recently about a total commitment. Total commitment to me means I have given God my all, my heart, my heart. My tangible things don't belong to me anyway. All belongs. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So whatever he's given me tangible manner is just for me to be a steward over it. My total commitment to God is, Lord, you have my heart. You have my mind. You have my spirit. You are able to work in me and through me. That's my total commitment to you. I'm my obedience to you. When you say move, I move. When you say stop, I stop. That's my total commitment to you, that I am available to you, that I am available to you. I have posted recently that God is not looking for the qualified. He is looking for those that are available because guess what? He will equip you and qualify you and send you whether you were qualified before you decided to go or not. He is your equipper. He is your qualifier. He is that one that transforms you to be whom he can use a ready tool in his in his tool chest. Okay? Someone of a vessel of honor can be used by him. That's what he's looking for. So we give God all the glory. I see my beautiful co-host is joining the line, and I want to kind of give her an opportunity to come in and share. And I just want to say, hey, how you doing? God bless you. Love you. Love you. Love you. And so glad you were able to pop on. You. God bless you. I mean that from the
0: bottom
2: of my heart. I just
0: give God praise and the honor and the thanks that I'm alive one more day in the land of the living. And truly, when you become older and mature, you will appreciate what I just said. If you don't get it, you will get it later. I really love everything that you were saying. So again, you know, um, I've had to suffer a lot of disappointment, but I realize lately the Lord has been telling me that it was everything that I sold with my mouth. Things that happened everything that I told with my mouth, everything that I had believed about myself. It wasn't a matter of the enemy, but when the enemy got me to get into a thought pattern, then that's when he was trying to spread and tear up my promise. I didn't understand, mm. again, I think I've said before, and if I did, a long time ago I was prophesied, Daniel, yeah, the enemy, you want to fix you like me. And
3: I remember reading
0: the scripture, and I, I remember just saying it over and over again, but I still did not get it. But so what it is is what we got to realize is open up to pay attention to this, what's really, really going on. Your mind is your promise land. Everything in it is good things. And what you choose to bring in it and occupy the space, whatever you choose to plant,
1: whatever you choose to
0: sow, it's all in your promise land in your mind, just like you saying okay? And then it drops down to your heart, your soul, your inner core. See, a lot of reasons why be realized so a lot of us stop. not willing really Told to be behind disobedience or unforgiveness. I'm out. Unforgiveness of, people of, 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 or of, 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 to tell them it's Lovable. Since we can't hear
1: you, you just faded away. I can hear you a little bit better now.
0: So when you have to love someone who
2: doesn't love you
1: back, or you have
2: to
0: love someone
1: who used you or treated you
2: bad or did you wrong, man, I never thought that I could do that. I have been tested many a times in that fire. And every time I thank God that I realized that was a luxury in my soul I could not afford. I even every day go before God. If I'm harboring something, Lord, show me. Because see, I don't want to, I don't want to not reach my promised land of what He promised me. Mm. It is yeah. never too late. It's never too late.
0: But I will tell you that thing. the disappointment comes behind yourself when you don't
2: forgive yourself. Normally, people mm. have already forgiven you, or moved on, or forgot about it, didn't think much about it. But it's us to keep harboring it. Us to keep using that over and over again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I
2: had a situation mm-hmm. with a really good friend of mm-hmm. mine down here, and I had picked them up from the hospital yesterday. And what hurt me the most is when I went to go look for them, I couldn't find them. But when I went to the side of the building, I seen them, and I seen them with a the police, and I thought, oh, man, they fell out. They probably fainted again or fell out, you know. But when I turned the car around, I realized they were handcuffed. I thought, not good mm. So I followed them and I'm like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying to you? I told you I was on my Mm -hmm. way. And they were like, we're taking them to jail. Um, For what? They stole from the gift shop. And they want to press charges. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing this up for a reason. Let me tell you something. I knew the Holy Spirit told me when they call you and talk to you about it, allow them, tell them it's okay. They asked me to forgive them and forgive themselves and move on. It's not a time to stay mm. stagnated. It is what it is. It happened the way that it mm-hmm. happened. You, you got to pay the penance of what you've done. Move on and
0: mm-hmm. don't do it
2: again. Mm-hmm. See, and when mm-hmm. they called me, just as they did, and when they started talking about it, just as they did, I had to say to them, they thought I was upset. You know what I had to tell them? I'm not holding anything against you. I'm not perfect. I've done some things in my day that I'm not too proud of. But we gotta move on. Mm. We gotta just mm. move on. See, it is disappointments and mm. things. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sis, just recently on my job, they brought somebody in from another store to become over me. And I and they made and my boss made me feel I was gonna get the position. Well, I didn't. And this person's making more than me. Well at first it really hurt me really bad because I thought it was gonna go one way. And then I said, This person's asking me for help. This person don't even know the job. I have to show this person. Huh. And huh. I said to the Lord, I'm not even going to show them. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, no, you're right. You are, and you will. And I was like, why? Why, Father? They brought. He was like, because that's what I want you to do. That's my love. Uh. So now uh. this person comes to me all since they've been there within the last couple of weeks, holding on to me, looking at every word that comes out of my mouth verbatim every expression off my face. But you know what? At first I said to the Lord, it's not fair. It's not fair. He said, no, but it is. Because see, you told me to use you for my good pleasure. Mm, Not your glory." Mm. So we got to remember what we say. Lord, I want you to use me. Order my steps, Lord. I want to be able to see your face. Lord, when I leave here, I want to be able to talk to you. See, everything that you ask for, do you realize what has to be created to make that happen? I must decrease that he must increase in me. I don't mean to talk to death about it, but this is a big thing for me because I had thought my life was going to go in so many different directions. And because it didn't happen when I thought, and because it didn't happen on the timing that I thought, my disobedience, my I'm going to go ahead and do it. My, I'm going to put a little flavor in this Kool-Aid, Lord. My, I'm the mm. one. But isn't he a forgiving God? Yes. Isn't Hallelujah. he so forgiving mm. for his mercy mm. and his grace that's everlasting mm. that I don't even deserve where I am. And he still wants to give me more. And I thank him for that. Don't be down about the disappointments babies, pick yourself back up. I try to, people told me along my journey, it's not how you fall down. It's how fast you get back up. See, I didn't get it. You're going to fall. You're going to make bad mistakes. You're going to go wrong Uh turns. You're going to get caught up Uh in your emotions. You're going to say things you didn't mean. You're going to not perform the way you think. You're not going to always be in a good mood. You may cuss Uh sometimes. You may fuss Sometimes, and then you think to yourself, mm. "Stop letting the devil tell you you still can't be used." I want to say it was right. Peter that had a cussing problem. One of them disciples yep. had a cussing problem. I'm not saying go out and do go it because Santa. one had it, but mm. but just as the song say, "We fall down, but we get up." But we get up because a saint mm. is only a sinner who's falling down. Remember that nobody's perfect. We're not on this show to say to you, "Oh, you're going to get everything right." That we okay. said verbatim. But what Mm -hmm. we're saying is, in order to make changes in your life, you have to get up and make it a habit of practicing, like my sister said, the beatitudes. Practice, today I'm going to get up in a good mood. Lord, I'm not going to let anything Mm -hmm. destroy my day. I don't care whatever the phone call Mm -hmm. is, whatever it is. I'm going to trust you. I'm not saying, because once you say it, please believe me, the devil right there trying to put you to the test. Mm -hmm. But that's when you know you're on the right track. If the devil is fighting you, if the devil's doing stuff to you, you on the right track. Mm. Start giving God praise and rejoice.
3: Yeah. Because
1: that's when it gets better. I didn't mean to all talk it, sis. Oh, no, that was good. That was really, really good. I mean, and, and it speaks volumes um, because, like I said, you know, this this is about overcoming your disappointments to en route to your blessings. You know, just as you just said, and, and we have actually touched on, Um, Some of what you said early on in the show, dealing with, you know, um, can you still love those that are are unlovable, those that have hurt you, those that you feel, you know what I'm saying, um, have disappointed you and what have you? Can you love your enemy, you know? Can you? Now, this person, you just never know. One of the things I said early on in the show, and I don't know if you heard it or not, but can you make the declaration to God in the midst of your disappointment to ask him, how can I be a blessing in the midst of this? How can I be a blessing in the midst of this? So what you just shared confirms, confirmed by verbatim about that. You know what I'm saying? So in the midst of your disappointment, God is still yet using you to be a blessing. and. The bottom line to all of this is there is a soul, like you said, you don't know how profound it is that you said that this individual is watching every word that comes out of your mouth, every expression on your face. You have the power right this moment to show them Christ's love or not by the life that you live. You yes. have that power. Yes. Way them one way or the other for them to know the love of God or to reject the love of God.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And we, it, yes. It, it, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. Yes. And like you said, we don't know what we say to God. Use me, Lord. I want to be a blessing. <laughs> and we don't even know what we're saying. We really, really don't. No, we really don't.
2: No, and we, and, and we know, have we're to pay saying it because it
1: sounds good. Yeah,
2: yeah, because we're used to hearing it since used, You know, it's like people saying, how you doing today? I'm blessed and highly favored But the look on your face looks like you cursed and downtrodden It don't look like you blessed and highly favored You're just saying it So now, when I hear people say that, I go, are you really? See, I do that to get them pumped up I want to see that fire come out in them Because when it's, it's, if it's like fire shut up in your bones, it's going to come out are you really? Absolutely. I told him why? Mm-hmm. Why are you? And what made you think that you are? So you gotta mm-hmm. be able to hold it down. I'm telling you something, sis. I promise
1: you. To to give somebody would have told me my life is. T- yes.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That's powerful too. Because you know what mm-hmm. my prayer is lately is Lord, take this little bit that's left in me and make it much in your kingdom. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. the little bit that's left. Because it's only a little mm-hmm. bit of everything. I can feel it. And I know on my journey. Mm-hmm. But I thank you, Lord. Allow it. And guess what? I'm tested all the time. You didn't think I wanted mm-hmm. that promotion? You didn't think I wanted to make mm-hmm. more money? But guess what? He's still keeping me. I still get to eat what I want. Yeah. I still get to drive my car. Go. I still put gas he in it. Lord. I still, even when mm-hmm. I want to shop, I can still do it. It may not be okay. on the level. But he tells me now sometimes, you don't need that. Is that a one or a... Mm-hmm. And then he'll tell me this, he'll go, so to that person. I was getting out the st- um, store, getting ready to go in the convenience store, and, and the Lord told me to do something. And you, in, in order for you to be blessed with much, you gotta be, you got to be obedient on the level that you're on right now. Mm-hmm. You can't ask him to bless mm-hmm. you for much. As if you think that you don't mm-hmm. have anything, there's always something to give. There's a smile. Mm-hmm. There's a laughter. There's a touch, a hug, a, a kind word, a Good morning. Uh, how are you? Yes. A concern. Yeah. If the Lord puts somebody on your Hallelujah. heart and tells you to call them, call them. Just this week, yes. the Lord put on my heart a couple of people and said, call them. And it went, but both people that I called needed me to call them. And I thank God oh. for that, not because of me, that he may be manifested and glorified yes. and lifted up. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you something, yeah. people. That's the power. It is. It's power. I'm telling you, that's your joy. That's your yes, happiness. It is. Yes, it that's is. your peace. You don't yeah. understand. Look at the little blessings. Do you make it to the grocery yeah. store and back? Do you make it to your job and back home? You should consider yeah. yourself blessed. Turn on the TV and see how many car accidents it was over this weekend. Just My down Lord. in Georgia alone. That ain't even including all over the world. People have lost their yeah. lives. Things are going on. There's some parents right now crying out for their children, stuck in a mine for sixteen days. That could be uh, your wow. child missing. That could be uh, something wow. going on in your life. It may not be the house furnished the way you want it. It may not have been the car that you wanted to drive. May not be the husband that you thought you wanted to look at or wife. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. But do they treat you kind? Do they love you? Do they care about your concerns? See, we need to start looking at the little things with vivid eyes. Ask God to let you see Mm. your blessings around you. Allow Mm. you to see your blessings around you. When you can go to a church and get the word of God, a good pastor over you, a good shepherd over a flock, that's a blessing. Mm. When you got the word preached to you, you got Google, you got all kinds of stuff that you can hear the word of God now. Even if you don't move out of your house. So what's the excuse? What's like my sister said, let me tell you, I love treating people kind. People ask me at work, God, why every time we come in here, you the same way? Because I pray and ask God to let me be the same way. <laughs> how can I let his light shine in me if you come in here and I'm cussing y'all out? And every time you see me, I'm fussing. Mm. All
1: right. Right? But I will I, tell you I hear people all I the have time, cussed how do you do this? Okay. Yes. You know, people yes. ask all the time, how do you do this? Much prayer, honey. Much prayer. Trust me. Much, Much prayer. prayer. Much and, power. And, and what they don't understand, what they don't understand is most of that prayer is, Lord, fix me, please. <laughs> Lord, fix, fix me. me. Okay. That's Not right. the prayer. They don't understand. Fix me because I know me. See, that's what we kind of talked about there before, too. It's like, you know, Lord, I know me. I know my shortcomings. I know my weaknesses. I know me. Yeah. Okay? I know what, wait, wait. I know what I'm capable of. Okay? You better shut up. I know. Okay? Okay? You better come on. Okay? Okay? Does anybody have to tell me? I know. I know better than anybody knows. I know my thoughts. You better come on. Okay? I know my desires. I know it all. So if because and, I know me that well, that I know I have to pray for God to fix me, not the situation. You, better God, come you on. Here's something. Him, I promise you, and this is God as my witness, what he is showing me more and more every day is we pray amiss thinking that we're praying for, for praying for real. How we're missing it is because he's already given promises in his words about what he will do. He's already told you you and your whole household will be saved. He's already told you he will give you the desires of your heart. He's already made specific promises to you. And we are missing it exactly. because we're so caught up in our prayers for these items, for Lord, fix my family. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. When he said he already said he would do it. No, I need you to ask me for the nations. I need you to ask me to, to how you can reach the multitude. I need you to ask me, okay, how that you can better Serve your community how can you better be a conduit for my love to flow through that's what i need you to ask me that's what i need you, you to desire hear me. Of me because i've already made the promises of what i was going to do for you i'll never Amen. Forget this i promise you i think i've been saved less than a year and i was at the altar And I was crying out. And pastor said to us, it was early morning prayers. When we first started having early morning prayer, Bethany, so you know I'm talking 29 years ago at least. Yes. And pastor said that morning, he said, you know, God has said that he wants to minister to his children. He sees a heartache and heartbreak in his children's lives, and he wants to minister to his children. And I remember walking up to the altar with my hands open wide, right, thinking, oh, you see my pain. You see my tears. and And I was so receptive to receive from God because I was so touched that you know how badly I'm hurting. And God told me straight up, to, to wipe those tears away. Just, you know, what what are you crying about? God, showed my pastor a vision of a snake going through, a black snake going through the churches and biting people and then dropping dead right on the spot. And what God said, that's what I need you to be praying about. I need you to be praying about those people that don't know me. I need you to be praying about those people that are being taught wrong things about me he said I've already taken care of your situation I've already promised you what I was going to do in your situation so why are you weeping before me about your situation when I need you to be focusing on this I need you to you be focusing come on. on the bigger picture okay? come on Come
2: on. Seriously. Wow, that's powerful. So Tim. we're missing it.
1: And I because I was like, you know, I, I'm thinking i hands open wide. It's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm hurt I'm in pain. My 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 marriage was a shambles. It was like I was going through hell. And God is like, No, no, no. I, I already got that. I told you I had that. You gotta so hear why me. Are you weeping at you my gotta head? hear me. This is what I need you to focus on. So we're missing it. We're missing it. You gotta because hear Because We're not taking God in his word. We're not trusting that what his word is truth we're not trusting when he says he's got us he's really got us stop focusing on the dumb stuff and start focusing on what really touches the heart of God come on I come promise on and you, and you know he will
2: take care of you you know and Go people ahead, you know I hear so many people say, saying they want to be a minister or you know or something you look at T. D Jakes or you look at um, Joyce Myers and different ministers, and I'm not meaning to miss anybody out but You look at them and you think, oh, I can do that. Oh, you better think again, my friend. Mm. You know, if Mm. you don't even like people on a small level, don't even want to answer your cell phone thinking somebody going to bother you. When you turn your head to the wall or somebody calling you and they are crying to you and you rolling your eyes to the back of your head like, good Lord, you're looking at your watch like you want to get off the phone. then you don't have time. Mm. Because it's more Mm. than what you think that it is. It's like even being an evangelist. I'm finding myself and and I'm claiming that, you know, even being, I I have to also claim uh, being able to be used sometimes as a prophet of God and be able to see certain things. It's more than what you think that it is. It's too much is given and much is required. And you know, you go through and it don't always feel good. And when you minister to people, it's pain in that sometimes. And, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you, you, you don't want to, but you got to be used and, and, and getting nothing that you feel back in return because it, it's a mm. constant battle between your flesh and your spirit all the day long because yes. you have to keep yourself balanced down to what you know, you know the commandments of God and what he, ta- he tells you and to be obedient. And at the same time, that flesh hops and wants to get away sometimes and wants mm. to give up mm. or wants to do something contrary of what the word of God says. Truth, truth. I'm going to tell you that. Believe it. And I'm not saying it. Mm. And 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 so it's a lot that people need to think of. When you t- tell the Lord that you want to be used, when you tell the Lord whatever, you don't tell him how to use you. See, that's what the Lord had to tell me. Stop telling me how to do you. Stop telling me how to bless you. Okay. Stop telling me what to give wow. you. Stop wow. telling me that, Tanya. Wow. I know what mm. you need. I know. I've given it to you. I've tested you on it. And you showed me just what you were going to do with it. Do you hear me what I'm saying? I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I need to get through. But see, a lot of times, stop telling God. Again, the verse of the day is this. The reason why you suffer disappointments in the midst of your journey is because you keep trying to tell God how to do it. Lord, I don't want this kind of house. I want this right now. I thought you was going to get me. I didn't want this Toyota used Toyota. I thought you was going to give me a Mercedes Benz. Don't you know he know what level you need to be on to get to where you got to go? I'm telling somebody because I was that kind of a person. Lord, I don't want it. No, uh-uh. Hold on. See, I, I want to do this, but I don't want to go through that. Oh, Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm being honest yes. with you. And I, it, yes. And then when you go through it, but let me tell you something. I thank you, Jesus, for the walks in the valleys, in the depths of my soul. So many times that I've been out there, but I thank God for it all. Because if I can, through his power and his might, just by my voice or by what he tells me to tell somebody, to save a soul for his glory, so they won't have to go through, then I've served everything that I should. You know you ain't gonna reach everybody. You ain't gonna get through everybody. Everybody ain't gonna like you. And as a matter of fact, more people will hate you the more you be used by God. Because you looking at your life thinking it's nothing, and everybody else on the outside looking in thinking something. You need to ask God to show you the inside out, so you can stop being so selfish. Uh-huh. A lot of times I'm I, I'm I'm first, just being selfish. Lord, I don't want that. Uh-huh. Lord, you told me I could get married. You didn't tell me I was gonna go through that. Lord,
1: all you, right.
2: Come on. Come on. Oh. Oh. Just like he told me. See, you keep thinking about what I used to do. The woman with the issue of blood, the blind man, the man of leprosy. See, you keep thinking about all that old stuff. But you're not trusting me oh. for what I can do right now, in this time you live right. in, in these oh. days of ages that you are. See, the reason why you don't have it is because you really don't believe it. You speak it out of your mouth, but you don't believe it within the internal of your soul. I used to, I looked at stars and superstars and wonder, I, used, I could do that. Why didn't he say, because the difference between them is they believed they could and you didn't. Mm. The difference between a rich man and a poor man is his thinking, not the money. Yep. Yep. Because if you part and your thinking is straight. And clean and pure. Don't you know you can be blessed anywhere you go? Mm. How can my sister travel all over the world? And half the time, I was like, where did she get that money from? But God opened Amen. up doors in favor. Amen. How did she do that? Amen. People talking. How did she do that? Amen. she be going all over the place. Amen. I say, don't God see her every time she do? I ain't never mm. not known her mm. not to stay in a bad place. Or to have mm. transportation or something. So let me say something to you, people. He's faithful. He's faithful. Yes, he is. But it's not just a matter of saying it. It's really truly believing it. You need a lot of us need to sit down in a chair and really, really ask ourselves, what do we really believe? And you said something, Phil. Know who you are. A lot of times things ain't happening because you don't even know who you are in Christ. The devil whooping the hell out of him because he know who you are. But you don't even know who you are yet. You're still trying oh, to think about the old things. Oh, nobody loves me. I'm alone. I ain't married yet. I, you're my concentrating God. on things that ain't even you think is important, but it ain't. I'm not in that house it's yet. That job didn't come. I do it. But you know what I hear the Holy Spirit say? Are you kidding me? You going to let the devil snuff you out a day today? And you don't know if tomorrow is promised to you? Are you kidding me? I'll be like, oh, no, uh-uh, hmm. devil. You a lie, and the truth ain't in you. I'm going to do something positive today. I'm going to go plant a tree, go do something, read a good book. Call a friend, tell somebody I love them. Do
1: something. Exactly. Something. You know, we we are out of time, and the time goes by so quickly. But I want to end it with this, something that Pastor D said this morning. He said, a lie doesn't work unless it is believed. To doubt God is to believe a lie. Okay? A lie doesn't work unless it is believed. To doubt God is Believe a lie. So, what my sister just said to you was don't believe the lie. That's, That's exactly powerful. what she just said. Don't believe the lie. When the enemy comes to put that doubt and mistrust in your heart toward God, don't believe the lie. Believe the word of God to be true. Make that declaration in your life. If you don't believe nothing else and no one else, believe God. And you just decree it over You need over. to post that. No matter what is going on, I believe God. Post that. You need to post that on on my page and on your page. You need to post just what that is. I will, I will, I will. Because we all need to hear that.
2: Because thank you and I love you, beautiful. And everybody, please be blessed and listen to the show. Amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Invite somebody. Send a link to somebody. Let them hear it so that they can get past their disappointments en route to their blessings. God bless you. Amen. Have an incredible week same God channel, same God time, Lord willing, next week we will be back with you. God bless. Love you guys. Love you.
3: Let's keep it real.